0: Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Atlanta Business Radio, brought to you by OnPay, Atlanta's new standard in payroll. Now, here's your host.
1: Welcome to Atlanta Business Radio, Stone Payton here with you this morning. And you guys are in for double the treat. Please join me in welcoming to the broadcast. First, Miss Valen Lyons, CEO and broker of the Cole Realty Group, and Michelle Callaway, managing broker of Exit Realty Quality Solutions. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Good morning. Well, it is a delight to have you join us on the show this morning. Uh, Val and I'll ask you first, just kind of an overview, mission, purpose. Tell us a little bit about uh, what you and your organization are out there trying to, trying to do for folks. We are trying to close the gap. We are trying to
0: bring awareness, education, knowledge, and just bring us all together in this industry and in an overall understanding of what, what's needed to educate our, our brokers, our, our agents, and everyone in this industry to help them um, bring more homeowners to the table in the and provide more generational wealth.
1: Do you feel like you've made some progress in recent months or years on this um, gap that you're talking about? Do you feel like you've got some momentum? Absolutely, absolutely. With
0: um, Michelle, Sharon, and I, all of us together, we have Ron included. We um, we're helping our agents. We are helping our, each other. Our, our brokers. We
1: we have. We have. So Michelle, Michelle Callaway, tell us a little bit about uh, about your work, and uh, yeah, describe for us what, to, what what you're hoping to accomplish.
2: Right, right, right. So as Valen said, we we have come together. Several different brokerages um, and team leaders have come together, um, so we can work collaboratively to achieve our mission of not only bringing along, training new leaders in our community in real estate, but also to be able to go out and perpetuate and grow um, this very, very big gap that we have in home ownership. I mean, it's 30% disparity gap. And so we had to come together. There was no way we could do it one-on-one. So you, this is a phenomenon where you see uh, several different companies that would t- typically people think being com- competition with one another, not being competition because our main mission is uh, to, to 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 narrow the black home ownership um, gap, as well as to train up leaders that look like the folks that we're trying to get homes for. So there's a familiarity, so there's an understanding. So we have we're like minded in that mission, and that is the the goal. Well, I
1: think That's phenomenon right. is is probably the right word, right? I, I was a little surprised actually when I when um, I got some of the paperwork and, and was you know looking into to doing this show and thought. These guys, I mean, in one sense, they, they compete in the same uh, space, in the same yes. market, and, and and you guys have, have not just found a way to collaborate. You've gone out of your way to collaborate, haven't you?
0: Absolutely. It's a, it's a trillion-dollar industry. There's no reason why we, we can't help each other grow, and um, we all sit at the table together.
1: So, uh, Michelle, I'll start with you, but I'm going to ask you both to kind of tap in on this. Say more about this gap, because I don't think the average layperson, you know, probably knows as much about it or certainly not the the, the cause and the potential solution set for this. So start with you, Michelle.
2: I'll talk about two facts. First, when we're looking at the real estate professional, we know that um, in terms of black real estate agents, we occupy six percent of black real estate agents in the US and less than 1% of those are brokers. So you have a 94% disparity in wow. the professional side. Huge, huge, absolutely huge. And so when valence says that you know when we know how large this business is, well there's certainly room to increase that percentage of just the professionals. And then let me jump on the consumer side, the homeowner side. We are lower we have 45% Home own black home ownership compared to the majority white home ownership is at over seventy one percent, and so we have a thirty percent disparity in home ownership for the consumer, which is lower than back in nineteen sixty eight when fair housing um, act the law was uh, enacted. So the disparity on both the professional side and the home ownership for the consumer side is it, it's just unconscionable.
1: So so Valen I I'm operating under the impression that this this tracks you know very well with your with your experience um, as as well um, speaking of this gap I mean let's talk causes if we I mean it it's it's got to be more yeah. than just over prejudice right there's it's more complicated yeah. than that yeah right
0: yes it is and and since um, Michelle's talking the numbers I want to tell you what that looks like for myself coming in the industry um, as an agent I literally I, I had a broker, but no one really was hands-on and, and showed me where to go. So for like a year, I think I sold um, one mobile home mm. Year two um, maybe four homes. Mm-hmm. Wow um, as a broker, um, I had agents, but I didn't really know what to do. So that's what that that's what those numbers look like. When you're in the business and you look like us, Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: there's no one out there helping us. And now as a homeowner, you're buying a home. And let me tell you how amazing um, Sharon and Michelle and Exit Realty are. (laughs) So when you're a homeowner and you uh, get to the table and you don't have enough funds, what do you have? Um, Michelle, that you all created? Our gap fund. <laughs> <laughs>
2: exactly. Not the fund on, on our title, but the gap They fund. wrote a grant
0: called the Gap Grant. And see, those are things that we're teaching um, brokers like ourselves to do, to, that you're able to write grants to help homeowners. When you get to the table and you're short, you, you can have a gap grant to close that gap at the table. And so when you, those are things that are out there that we're able to do and teach So Mm -hmm. homeowners come to the table and sometimes they're short. And I've been an agent and had to find down payment assistance because you still want to buy a home, but sometimes you don't have down payment. So that's what those numbers look like, right?
1: Aye, yeah yeah. Now with all this great work that you're doing now, it, it, you know, just for our listeners who may trip over this thing, you know, three years from now, uh, we're just coming into the spring of 2022. From my perspective as a layperson, the real estate market is nuts. <laughs> my my oldest has you know like been turned down like for eight or ten offers, and and so has that Im- impacted you guys in a in a good way, or a bad way, or it's just that's just part of the deal, and and you're Rocking right along. Well,
2: let's let's pick up on what Valen was saying about even gaps. Okay, it is even it, it is more exaggerated now in this market because of the fact, as you were saying, mm. even in your family, um, your child has been you know beaten out by maybe eight deals, <laughs> right. and so what happens is that. Let's go back and tie some other things together about those numbers. So one of the the challenges for many times for our homeowners uh, in the black community is that down payment, as as Valen said. Hmm. And so they may be going for programs that are do include a down payment assistance or some of those type of things. And it becomes increasingly difficult to compete in this market when you have specific type of programs that are needed to be able to buy your home, because the homeowner is going with those who may have liquid cash to be able to add to the transaction and Mm -hmm. which is more difficult in our community. So, when we tying all of that together, the market and our efforts with closing the gap and making sure we create more Black leaders, brokers, team leaders, is to show our agents how to work with the consumer in our community with the financial challenges and maybe even credit challenges that do affect their ability to compete in this very aggressive Um, market, the seller's market, as it were, um, that we have going on today. So all of those things tie together. You can't really move that home buyer to be competitive in our market if you don't have the black real estate leaders learning how to help them make those changes Mm. and make those Mm. and compete i uh, I was able to tie that together oh well,
1: yeah, yeah you are no it makes all the sense in the world and again <laughs> you know for the all the right. lay person or the person that doesn't find themselves in that situation um i mean this is um yeah, i hope it doesn't frustrate you but it's new information right we it, we just mm-hmm. don't think about that kind of thing so this this closing the gap live thing it sounds like a a great topic for uh for a conversation at the barbershop or over a drink. hey we ought to do this someday but I, but getting it off the ground has to be a whole nother thing tell us a little bit about how you got this how you how you got some some uh some energy behind this and, and got it launched that must have been an interesting process
0: well cool. We, um, we have, we started a group of us, five of us, um, Ron Hutchinson is our mentor and, um, he has a a group of us that he coaches and trains. And then, um, so that's our initiative. That's how our initiative started. Um, and Sharon and Michelle exit realty, Ron and I, we started that initiative. What two years ago, Michelle, Yes, it's going two years now. Yes, yeah, that, that's, our, um, that's our that's that's our passion. This is how that's how it started. So, um, Danny and I were talking about just having a network event and just bringing some agents together to network and give them a little bit of this knowledge, just a little bit. And then Ron is my bully. I'm a bully. <laughs>
2: When the bully has a bully, <laughs> yeah, so, he's the bully. <laughs> yes,
0: so I asked him to help me with this networking event that was supposed to be very small, couple agents, and it took it and birthed a life of its own out of passion from other people like myself, um, Danny, um, it just everybody that was there, Yakira, Sheree. Um, Everybody that was on the stage and and participated, Sherelle, I mean, I just can't go on and and name. I can't even remember. Everybody that showed up, flew in and and gave their time and their knowledge and their expertise. It really birthed the life of its own. I can't tell. I I stood on the stage and looked around and I burst into tears because that's what happened. When everyone heard what we were doing and what we were trying to share, they saw the need as well. It was aligned vision. And it, it, they knew it, but um, yes, we started two years ago. The initiative was two years ago, but this was literally a networking event, and all of our sponsors, our all of our supporters saw it as well. It was much needed, and it was it's a movement.
1: Well, it certainly sounds like a movement and and, and you just mentioned sponsors. So you have found other entities, other individuals that are willing to uh, to put some weight behind this as well, yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
2: that's absolutely true. Yeah. So one of the things, Stone, um, it, it, like Valen said, like mindedness. It's it's mm-hmm. it's a universal law that you begin to attract things and people that when you have a clear idea that think the same way. And, and you know how it goes when you buy a car, you see that car everywhere in front of you. And it's only because that's now in your front v- your front view. Uh, it's no, in, no longer in your rear view. And so I think that's what happened to all of us. It was that we all had a like-mindedness and you just began to become like a magnet. Um, when Ron was talking about Valens, thought about having um, a networking thing at the same time, Um, I'm talking to him about we wanting to do a broker round table because Mm -hmm. I'm in an educational space and I'm like, you know, we need education. He goes, wait a minute. I have at this time. Val and I did not know each other. We just we were the conduit. The commonality was Ron Hutchinson. And, and he's like, wait a minute, I have someone over here that's thinking it may not be called the same thing, but you're moving in the same direction. And he was really instrumental of saying, we need to create um, a, a group that I can help. I'm helping all of you anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> why don't we help each other and come together, bring your resources Bring your friends, other agents that may not be in our network at that moment, bring them into the network and let's expand this. And, and so, like I said, collaboratively in terms of vision, yes. um, Ron is, he is the vision business bully yes. that will push you to, don't talk. If you talk about it, be yes. about it. be about it, be very afraid,
1: be yes. about it. So, yes. Yeah. so yeah. It's a beautiful thing. But it it's real, but
2: it's real stone. It is real, really very
1: real. Yeah. It, it sounds to me like we could all use a little little bit of Ron Hutchinson in our lives. Mm-hmm. So shout, shout mm-hmm.
2: out to, to Everybody Ron. Everybody
0: needs, needs a bully.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's an interesting observation that you make, and it's uh, it's very consistent with my experience as well. When you do get uh, a group of like-minded people Together and and open your mind to a to a domain, a topic, a, a a challenge. Answers or potential answers really do just start to surface everywhere, don't they? Yes. I I, I love that. Okay, I want to back up a little bit, and I'll, I'll I'll start with you, Michelle. I'd love to hear a little bit about the backstory. How. Did you find yourself in, in, in this career? Was that like a straight path and you were playing real estate agent as a girl? Or was it a little more circuitous than that?
2: No, I had a twisted path. Okay. No, I didn't go straight into real estate. Uh, it was a second career for me. Actually, I came out of computer support. But it became for me a passion because I come from New York City. And I was raised in the Bronx, New York, as an apartment dweller. So coming, moving to Atlanta and back in '84 to start my adult life, I saw black folks really being able to own homes. It was a different landscape than Mm -hmm. coming from up north where most of the black community you, I'm not saying that you didn't you didn't have black uh, community that owned homes, but it, it's just a different kind of a metropolis and you had mostly apartment dwellers. So to come to Atlanta and then you see this whole different lifestyle, I bought a home myself back then and I decided that I want to make sure that everyone who would want a home um, would be able to buy a home And so I became a, a, connected with a group called the National, Association of Real Estate Brokers, which is the Black Real Estate Trade Association. Um, and it's been around for 75 years. They're called Realtists. And that was because historically, Black agents could not become realtors, um, you know, in the past. And so um, they began to be my training ground to be an advocate for home ownership, Black home ownership. And that got me into becoming a real estate agent. Uh, and, and, and the rest is history, 20 plus years for me um in real estate into becoming a broker over ten over ten years, twelve years, um into becoming a black the first of two black franchise owners for Exit Realty Corp, which is an international um franchise real estate company. So um my 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 road is very twisted but it came from becoming from an apartment dweller to a homeowner, first time homeowner and being led by that, by a black real estate leader. So this is, as Valen says, you know, we tie it all together, our history, that it's much easier to convert homeowners when they are talking to people that look like them, and say, this can be mm. done. It may be a little tough, but let me show you and take your hand and show you how to do it. And, and that just became what my whole passion has been about for the last 20 plus years.
1: Well, I'm so glad I asked. <laughs> that is interesting. So, Valen, how about how about your background?
0: Well, I, I wish I wish my road was um, so was as intentional. But um, <laughs> I'm originally from Florida, and I used to ride down Bayshore and look at the houses, and I'm like, I want to get inside those houses. So I decided I wanted to sell them. Oh. Um, so huh. I got my real estate license originally in Florida, um, but I didn't do much with it. Um, so I moved to Atlanta. Um, I've always been an entrepreneur. Um, I modeled and did nails in 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 Tampa, moved here, worked for an investment company. So at that investment company, they always talked about real estate, real estate, real estate. We did portfolio management. I started a post-construction cleaning company. Real estate was booming at that time. Started it by my desk. So I was in those houses managing my my company, and I'm like, I want to sell these houses too. So I got my real estate license. um, I think it was 2006, 2006, I believe. So started selling real estate. At that time, real estate was not booming anymore. It crashed.
2: Mm-hmm. Sure did. It sure sure sure
0: crashed. It crashed. It crashed. I got my real estate at the time. It crashed. Houses with $6,000. Um, all of those beautiful houses I sold were now vandalized and abandoned um and everything was a foreclosure or a short sale it was a really 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 tough time to be an agent i was writing 25 offers for every client wow i i i i tough to, i i fought through it i this is what i wanted to do it was very 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 hard um i i fought i fought, I fought hard <laughs> i stayed in the game i learned everything i could i connected with everyone um my now husband, um, was my client and he was an investor. I learned how to flip oh. properties. I learned everything about investing, rehab. We, we did everything together. Um, I then moved into new construction. That's when I started my own brokerage because I wanted to you know, just keep my money. So I never intended to be a broker. Um, I never intended to own my own brokerage. Um, At that time, I had multiple communities. I was doing resale and I was flipping properties. I had like 35 properties. I was running all over Atlanta. Um, So then I got out of new construction after a few years after dominating that business and killing it. Um, I was like, okay, did that. Um, I met someone and she asked me to be her mentor. I saw that I could duplicate myself and I was like, wow, this is after being in business for about 10 years in real estate, um, going through the short sale foreclosure, just dying during that hard time where everything was, there were birds and homes. I mean, it was bad. <laughs> it was bad out there. <laughs> you guys know what I mean. I mean, I was selling $6,000 duplexes. Um, so I met someone, I duplicated myself in her and I was like, wow, I know what I'm talking about. She was my top producer. She sold 5 million in the first year, 8 million in the second year. I did it again and again and again. And I saw a need, I saw this became my mission and my purpose. And I fell in love with this. Um, and from there I, I became this broker. Um, it was my calling, um, and, and that's that's where the this, this story is
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. well i gotta say for both of you i mean you're both such such a light and in, in over the airwaves i'm sure and certainly in, in in this uh conversation it's it's clear i mean you guys have so much energy around this you have so much passion for what you're doing clearly this is uh both of you are finding this to be incredibly rewarding work i'd like i'd like to hear from both of you and i'll start with you valen uh what are you enjoying the most what, what are you finding the most rewarding um m- most rewarding for me is to see my agents grow mm-hmm.
0: i actually go back in their instagram and look at them when they first started and now and i send it to them and i uh. smile mm-hmm. and you know what I what else is rewarding when they send me text messages and they're like, "Valen, do you know how much I sold?" and do you know and they send those to me or when they pick up their new car or they bought a house or they tell me how happy they they are. I love that. Like that is my reward to see them grow and shine and how happy they are and what they do for their families and how I impact their lives and how I know they're impacting the lives of others. Cause they tell me the stories of their agents. And I literally like, I sit back and I watch it all. And I know that I did that. Like I had, I stuck in, and I got the webs on my back, and I carried the load, and I did all (laughs) the meetings. (laughs) I did all the meetings, and (laughs) I did all the paperwork,
2: and I I did it. I I, I did it.
1: Oh, that is great. How how about you, Michelle?
2: Yeah, there's nothing like watching someone that um, was just coming out of school that knew absolutely nothing And you see them turn around and you've trained them. They've, you've been able to provide, um, programs that help them build, start building a career. They have production or someone. We've had several people who were part time, um, agents working a full time job that through the efforts of what we've put together at our company have been able to become full time and have a sustainable business model that they can look at supporting their family. And I have single mothers who were part-time, who are now full-time agents and can count on what we provide for them to grow their business. Um, to be able to take care of their their children, um, and I'm very very big into education. So one of the things that was important to me and that I get joy out of is to be able to have a business situation. I call it the umbrella, and I say to my agents, "This is where your gas pump is, and that you are built. You're the CEO of your individual business, and we're here to supply that gas line for you that you can keep." coming to plug into, mm. to pump, to keep going back out there, to do your mission. And your mission is to take care of your family first and to uplift the communities that you serve and be the trusted advisor. And I see this manifested. I, I, I Just like Val, and I really enjoy us moving into those leadership positions in our companies where we can provide those services that many, many other, and I'm going to say it, other Black companies don't have the ability to do. And that's what we're trying Mm -hmm. to make sure that we're able to do. And that gives me so much pleasure to be able to offer what I wasn't even able to get. You know, Our story started sounding similar in some ways because there are certain issues that happen in our community. Mm -hmm. So when we are able to step out, it just brings a a piece of joy when you're like, oh, my God, I, I took the whelps on my back. I was there during the short sales and the foreclosures. I was there when people's doors were closing during the pandemic. We made it, but it's for our agents to be able to flourish and grow. And and there's nothing better than that in the world. There's nothing better.
1: You know, we were uh, talking a little bit earlier in the conversation about like-minded people, and it um, it, it, it brings up for me this whole idea of, of ethos and value system and, and focusing on what's important to us and metrics that matter, that that kind of thing. As I understand it, to be part of the pilot program for this uh uh, closing the Gap Live thing, uh, you, you had to already document or, or or demonstrate that you were already both of you already involved in supporting nonprofits and and good causes around town. Could, could each of you speak to that a little bit? But a little bit about you know what drove you to do that and some of that experience, but also why it was um, you know why it was so important to the organizers that you already sort of had had that under your belt.
2: Yes, Stone. So, what's really was important um, that not only you were about business because that's one sided, but because part of closing the gap—well, before it was closing the gap—was that we wanted to make a difference in our whole community. And so, for you to come to say, "Well, now because there's a business opportunity, I'm interested in the community," was a non-starter. Uh-huh. Um, you had to already demonstrate that. It wasn't going to be just good talk to say, well, I want to help train up leaders and so they can make good in the community. You have to already demonstrate that. And then what the plan was and the exchange was, if you already had your your hands in your community and on your business, we'll help you to increase that and do better at that. And so one of the phenomena of that is that both of our companies, and we've even collaborated together to even be more powerful to the nonprofits, but increasing your business model, how was that going to affect and be able to help us do more, Hmm. give more? back to the nonprofits that we were already helping before and add on, which we have done very successfully, double, tripled, quadrupled giving in the last six months to new to new nonprofits and the nonprofits we were already working with. So we already had to have our hands in the community yeah. so that we could only do more. We can show the ecosystem. And I want to put that word out there. Yeah. We have a very big ecosystem and that includes the nonprofits, And the for profits. That means your mortgage companies, your attorneys, your inspectors, your movers, your landscapers, and the nonprofit side. So, Valen, just go ahead and hit some more on our ecosystem how that's so important, what we're developing. Oh, my goodness. Yes. I mean, in terms of like
0: even with like for me, I, I like to have my my closing attorneys, my um, my inspectors, everyone that we work with. It's important that we build that strategically. Our, I call it our strategic partners, our preferred lender list our even down to the photographer that we work oh, with, um, that we build that infrastructure um, and, and make sure that it's strong and that, that we're we're referring that business throughout our community.
1: So I got to ask you guys, and again, you both are just so bright and passionate and inspired. I mean, what a great way to spend a Monday morning! <laughs> but you're, you're, you're human, <laughs> so I'm going to ask each of you to share with us. And Valen, I'll start with you. But where, when, you, where do you go for inspiration to to recharge the batteries? Is it reading? Is it travel? I, part of the answer is probably Ron Hutchinson. <laughs>
0: but yeah, <laughs> my my inspir- I love to travel. And I have these two little people that's under two years old oh and they drive me insane. They call me <laughs> I had to kick one of them out of my bed so I can get on here this morning. <laughs> She's so annoying. Let me tell you what she did to me last night. She took this power nap late in the middle of the day. So she wasn't sleepy last night. So she just kept poking oh my me Lord. in the eye and in the nose and in my mouth to like one o'clock in the morning, she would not let me sleep. So I had to turn my back on her. and was like, leave me alone. But <laughs> those, my grandchildren are my absolute joy. And I do love to travel. And I feel like once I get a taste of travel, and I get my my grandkids as much as they I feel like I'm so old when I have them because they're so heavy and they wear me down. I do the airplane <laughs> and everything. But Yeah, I'm I'm ready to do it all over again. Once I get Gaga in, I'm ready to do it all over again.
1: (laughs) How about you, Michelle? Yeah,
2: I also love to travel, you know. So what I do love about uh, our business today, you can travel and because of Zoom, Internet and everything, you can be anywhere and still take care of what you need to do. So you never know where where we are. So I do get a lot of peace from that. But um, I have a niece that is um, a college student and she is my heart and joy because of her. We are actually putting together a summer youth and real estate initiative and those kinds of things um, where I blend in. Uh, what i do to be relaxed is along with my mission like it melds into one that's a relaxation mm-hmm. for me because i just feel like everything just fits together i don't have to compartmentalize it just all flows very seamlessly and and that just brings me a peace. that's like how i want to that's what i've been striving for and that's the direction i wanted to go and like whatever i'm doing wherever i touch it just you know, can add a light to to something at the same time. I'm I'm enjoying myself, vacation for with vacation at the same time while I'm doing something good. Love it.
1: Yeah, it sounds like your your discipline is is much more of an integrated lifestyle than achieving a balance or or and giving equal effort to these compartments. That's a. Yeah, that's
2: a lot of work. I think we just kind of yeah. let it all meld together. If, if, if Valen's up in Europe, then she's looking at, you know, she might be looking and putting some business deal together. But at the same time, she's having you know, she's sitting on the Riviera on something. Like, let it all blend together.
0: Yes, I definitely work more in Europe because it's five hours ahead. I realize when I come um, home, I get nothing done here being on the same time. If you think about it, you can't do much when you're moving in the same time as the world. So five hours ahead, I get I get so much more done because you guys are five hours behind.
1: Yeah. yeah. What an interesting perspective. I think that's great. So I do have kind of – this is a, a bit more of a tactical question, um, but I'm kind of from the sales and marketing world in the professional services business. Um, how, how does the whole – Sales and marketing thing work for a, a real estate agent? It just occurs to me that it could be, a, you know, a, a kind of a crowded competitive space. How does the whole sales and marketing thing work for someone who's out there in the trenches, you know, helping people buy and sell real estate? in terms of like is, is it a is it a lot of networking is it advertising is it relationships i just it, it, it's all of that yeah. it's all of that <laughs>
2: okay it, it,
0: you know it hasn't started from day one i mean you, everyone's getting, um, on social media, but mm. I believe and Michelle, I don't know if it's the same for you when mm. I think of like how we used to do it with mailers and, um, yes. I always like to go back. I'm, I'm an old school girl. I've been yes. in this for 14 years. And I always, I, when I teach my agents, I'm like, I like door knocking. I like, yes. when I have an open house to go and okay. find the neighbors. So I know everybody goes to social media and like to do, blast and and do stuff like that but I'm so old school I like
2: to knock on doors that's how I had 15, 15 people at my open houses <laughs> so we do we do a combination actually that's why I say it's all of it cuz yeah, when I'm teaching you know it's it, and what I say that and I'm you know been out here a minute I'm like Valen I say to them, do not, because what happens is that your younger agents start thinking only social yeah. and then your older ones think only tactical. And so Correct. what I say is that let us we have to do a happy medium. So it's some of it all. Um, it, I'm teaching that, no, no, you cannot not do videos. And no, you have to do some social media postings and you have to engage because that's a force for me. That's not natural. I have to make myself do it. But at the same time, guys, we're getting out there. you Like you said, Val, we're door knocking. You're making sure the whole street knows that you're having an open house. You want to have an open house because you want to have, there's goals behind that. So really, I think the winning combination is when we start using all of those old school, old school and new, new school,
0: school yes.
2: together. It's not one or the other. Like, oh, yeah. And you can only get that mix when you have people like us who have been in the business 15, 20, 25 years where we only had one way before, but now we're in another world. And we say we see the balance of the balance of bringing it together. Um, I think that's when you see like because both of both of us have been in the business 15 plus years. So we've lived through, you know, doing both.
1: Well, the work that you two are doing is just uh it, it's inspiring it's incredible i please keep up the good work and uh and let us know let those of us in the business community and and other people that would like to think that they are like minded uh you know let let us know how we can help and and one of the things i want to do before we wrap i want to make sure that our listeners have an easy path to go learn more um, about all this and to reach out if they ever want to have a conversation with, with you or, or someone on your, on your team. So let's make sure we, we do that before we wrap it. And I'll start with you, Valen, whatever you think is appropriate, whether it's a, a you know, the website, email, what whatever, uh, let's make sure that these folks can connect with you.
0: Yes. If they want to find out about our initiative, you are like-minded Follow us at closingthegaplive.com. That's where you can find out about our mission, our next live event, where we will be located. And if you want to sponsor or join us or be a part of it, closingthegaplive.com. You can follow me or contact me at the That's the Or I'm at um Valen, What am I am? The real broker of ATL on Instagram. <laughs> the real broker of ATL on Instagram.
1: Thank you. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, Ms. Shale, how can we connect with you?
2: Yes, also, same, closingthegaplive.com. And then spe- specifically for me, you go to ExitRealtyQualitySolutions, with an S, dot com. And that's, um, Facebook is the same, ExitRealtyQualitySolutions. And my IG is ExitRealtyQS. And you can find me in those ways. Oh, my phone number, 770 770- Six seven two
1: six oh six nine and that that group of people who may very well want to to reach out and have a conversation that might include agents that are looking for a for a brokerage home. is that accurate absolutely okay, fantastic. well, it has been an absolute delight having both of you on the show. I hope you 'll come back sometime and maybe uh, you know give us an update on everything yes. from the closing the gap live to what 's going on in your individual businesses but uh you have made this a marvelous way to it to invest a monday morning thank you both thank you You thank you it's
2: been wonderful we can't wait to come back
1: yeah all right this is stone payton for our guests this morning and everyone here at the business radio x family saying we'll see you next time on atlanta business radio